Do you ever catch yourself feeling so overwhelmed by what you want to get done that you overcomplicate the getting it done process to the point where you cause yourself more stress and anxiety, maybe even reaching the point of panic and you don't actually get things done? If this sounds like you, sweet friend, then I'm glad you're here listening today. We're going to discuss one strategy that you can use along with three specific ways that you can implement the strategy right away to help reduce stress anxiety, panic, and overwhelm, and actually get stuff done. Let's dive in. Hey, are you a high achiever who struggles with perfectionism? Do you get stuck in the cycle of overthinking? Do you do everything for everyone else because you think otherwise it won't get done? Do you feel like you should come with a disclaimer? Hi, I'm anxious. (laughs) Hey, I'm Katie. Full disclosure, I'm not a therapist, doctor, or mental health professional. I'm just a career mama who also struggles with anxiety. For me, anxiety reared its head at the most inconvenient times, when I wanted to be present with my family, at those high-pressure business meetings, when I was laying in bed awake at night worrying instead of sleeping. I just wanted to relax and be able to have fun, and I know that you do too. What if you found tools to manage your anxiety? What if you knew how to enjoy life even though you are anxious? Look, it's time to put down that third cup of coffee and swap it for some lemon water. We're going to get control over anxiety so it can stop controlling you. Let's go, girl. Hello, friends. I'm so glad you're listening today. I just finished a couple of big sprints in my work and my business, and I've taken a little time to debrief with myself what went well and what didn't. During my debrief, a theme that emerged for me was how frequently I caught myself reaching a state of overwhelm and how I pulled myself out of that overwhelm fairly quickly to keep making progress. I did that using one strategy that I want to share with you today, and that strategy is simplicity. Now, I've talked about making a mindset shift to making things simple back in episode 22, so if you haven't listened to that episode, you may want to go back and do that. In that episode, I talked about asking yourself the question, how can I make this simple? And today I want to dive deeper into that topic with some simple, actionable strategies that you can use right away to get some relief from overwhelm. So friend, you know how this looks and feels. You have a million and one things you feel like you need to get done. You feel the panic rising in your body. You tense your shoulders, neck, and jaw, and you start acting in a hurried, frantic way. And what happens when you get this way? Do you actually buckle down and get more done? Or do you freeze up or stall and struggle to get momentum to get things done? If you listen this far, I'm guessing the latter is resonating with you. So let's talk about three specific ways that you can implement a strategy of simplicity. These are the ways that I had specifically used this strategy to help myself get through the work and business sprints, and I'm hoping they will also help you. Number one. Use a paper and pen. Using paper and pen is so simple that sometimes I almost scoff at it, like, oh my goodness, I am so busy, paper and pen can't help me here. But that isn't true, and I want to talk about one big way that I had used paper and pen to help me get through these sprints, and that was a brain dump. A brain dump is a great tool for you to use when you get overwhelmed to the point where you feel like you may freeze up and not do anything except stew in your overwhelm. This happened to me, and when it did, I pulled out a legal pad of paper and a pen and did a brain dump. I just started writing down all of the things in my head that I felt I needed to do or pay attention to. The amazing thing that happened to me every single time without fail that I did a brain dump is that I quickly realized I didn't have as much to do 
as I felt I did before I started. There's something about putting paper to pen in these moments that can bring about a clarity and liberation unlike anything else I've tried. I rely on technology a lot, but have strategically placed a notebook and pen within reach of all of the places where I do work, even in my car. So I suggest you set yourself up to be ready to do a brain dump whenever you need by putting a notebook and pen wherever you'll be at your work office, at your home office, in your car, in your bag. Then you're prepared for when you feel this awful feeling of being stuck in overwhelm, and your paper and pen may also serve as a visual reminder for you to do a brain dump. The second way I used simplicity to overcome overwhelm is use your time wisely. Now this may sound ridiculous to say, but it's worth sharing. Of course you need to use your time wisely, but that's so much easier said than done, right? In my debrief of my sprints, I recognized that there were a couple of specific ways that I used my time wisely, which helped me to reduce or avoid overwhelm. These included focusing on my values, knowing my number one priority, using focus time, and pre-planning five and ten minute activities. I go into each of these in some depth back in episode 13, so I'm not going to talk about them in detail here, but instead I'm going to encourage you to go back and listen to episode 13 to learn more about them. And full disclosure, there was another tool I discussed in that episode, which was setting boundaries around end of work and end of day that I didn't use well during these sprints. Part of my debrief with myself included how not setting these boundaries caused me some troubles, including major loss of sleep, so I'm working to renew my commitment to creating and maintaining these boundaries for myself. The third way I used simplicity to overcome overwhelm was to create a messy first draft. You've more than likely heard of creating a messy first draft before, maybe going back as far as grade school when you had to write a paper and your teacher encouraged you to write a first draft. You have to start somewhere. If you're here, you likely have perfectionistic tendencies, like me, which can interfere with even getting started on work. Combine perfectionism with overwhelm and you may be left with a recipe for struggling to get started and in some cases, maybe never starting something that you'd like to. Now, I like to combine creating a messy first draft with knowing my number one priority and focus time, which I mentioned previously. Here's what that looked like for me during one of my sprints recently. I was in a mastermind and was using that time to plan a new coaching offer in my business. I've coached previously in different settings using multiple different methodologies, but I was creating something new. In my perfectionism and overwhelm, I stalled on creating an outline for the new offer. Thankfully, I had some accountability because of being in my mastermind. So during one of my weekly planning sessions where I planned for the upcoming week, I set creation of an outline for this offer as a priority for the week and one specific day. Then I assigned a focus time block in my calendar to the activity of creating a messy first draft of the coaching offer. I really focused on giving myself permission for the outline to be messy as long as I worked through it. I had put it off for two weeks, and when I finally sat down during my focus time to work on it, it only took me about 25 minutes and I had my messy first draft. Amazing. It felt so good to get to that point and created enough momentum for me to keep refining it. Okay, friends, let's recap three specific ways that you can use simplicity to overcome overwhelm. Number one, use paper and pen. Number two, use your time wisely. Go back and listen to episode 13 to dive into the details of how to do that. And number three, create a messy first draft. 
And friends, if you haven't already done so, would you please go to Apple Podcasts, pull up this podcast, scroll down, and leave me a rating and review. By taking your time to do that, you help me create episodes that you want to hear, and it also helps me to reach more incredible women just like you. I would really appreciate your help with that. Thanks for being here today, friends. I look forward to talking with you next week. Hey friend, thanks for being here. Did today's episode help you feel more in control of your anxiety? Did it inspire you to rest or relax? Or maybe it challenged you to really look at why anxiety is a part of your life. If so, I'd love to hear from you. If you would take 30 seconds, pause this episode, scroll down in Apple Podcasts, and leave me a review, I would be so grateful. See you next week. Disclaimer, I am not a medical professional and this podcast is not providing therapy or medical treatment. Contents of the podcast are for informational purposes only and are not a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always consult your healthcare provider with your health questions and concerns.